Hi, everybody, and welcome to this episode of the Dr. Psych Mom Show. Today, we are going to be talking about puberty and menopause as two sides of the same coin, and this is often lost in the discussions on menopause that I see on the internet, and if you if you change your frame, it can be very adaptive to look at it through this wider lens. And before we get there, please do subscribe my upcoming subscriber episode is in you can find deep meaning and unconditionally loving your partner and that one is going to be great and kind of targeted toward men uh, because women are a little bit more familiar with this idea I often hear I more often hear women say that the meaning of their life is unconditionally loving their children and men frequently say their career more often course they love their children nobody's doubting that but it is it is different in what I see and um, so this talks about unconditional love for your spouse and of course unconditional love makes people act very different when they receive it so so that may actually be something that could be transformative for you but that's not why I I talk about it anyway subscribe and you'll hear that one and 138 more it's a pretty good deal for $8.99 all right so moving on Everybody thinks it's totally normal and great when their kids go through puberty. It's not great because then they start to act like assholes. Yes, you know, their hormones turn on. They activate. Everybody says, it's the hormones. It's the hormones. That's why my kid is in their room all the time. That's why they are spending a million hours getting ready and caring how much they look, you know, what they look like so much more. That's why they're getting acne. That's why their voice is changing. That's why they like girls slash boys. Uh, and whatever. Everybody understands this. It's coming up. It's around 12. It's like 11 and on. And, you know, it's it's a couple years different for boys and girls. It's different, in, you know, for different people. But everybody's supposed to go through puberty. And if your child is saying, oh, no, I'm scared of puberty. I don't want my hormones to change. Oh, no, oh, no. And getting very upset about it and thinking about ways that they could still act like a little child even as they get older and older and their hormones have obviously changed dramatically if they are still trying to act like, like somebody that is 10 years younger, then that would be, you know, something that most parents would be concerned about is that their child is so ambivalent and so anxious about an upcoming normal life change. And uh, while it may be cute, certainly, if your 13-year-old girl still plays with, you know, her Barbies a couple times or something, and, you know, everybody says, don't rush the kids getting older too quick. Of course, that's due to our tremendous levels of anxiety as parents and I don't I don't necessarily agree with with all of that but but what whatever everybody thinks you know that's cute it's not cute if your child is 18 right and still wants to play with dolls and doesn't want to you know go learn to drive or go to college or engage in any sort of relationships or be independent or cook a meal or really have a job or anything then and as the child gets older and older parents would get more and more viscerally worried and anxious about how is this child going to do in life because they are not doing well with normal life transitions that happened to everybody and for many are a source of great excitement oh good i'm going to become a teenager now 
yes, of course, I'm anxious, but, oh, I'm going to have my first kiss, and I'm going to have a boyfriend or girlfriend, and eventually I'm going to be able to do things on my own, like drive and work and have this job and, and spend my own money, do my own things, and you know what? My parents are kind of idiots, and I know best, and, you know, that part's annoying, but, you know, in general... It's considered to be great, a fairly adaptive, normal response. Oh, good. Something new is happening to me, right? Same sort of reaction you would want for your children to go to college or to get their first job. You wouldn't want them to get their first job and be like, oh, no, I'd rather sign up for another year of college instead. Please, please give me $60,000 more so I could be a super senior and I'm going to just study whatever I want because I'm not ready for the real world. Most parents would be like, no, get out of there. I have spent enough. It is time for you to become an adult now. Go, go forth and do something that is developmentally more appropriate than pretending that you are still in a stage that you are not in. Now contrast all of this with how we act on the other end for menopause. It's crazy when you think about it like that. It's like a bell curve, right? So our hormones, they, they're, you know, the children have some levels of sex hormones, right? But they're very low. And then old people also have very low levels of sex hormones. And that's just two sides of that, that curve. Then they start to ramp up. Then they stay high, high, high. And then they start to go down in the 40s. They change a lot. 40s, 50s, and beyond. So that's normal. That's a normal life stage. And so the exact same guys that would tell their wife, oh no, don't tell him that he can just stay in his room and play video games at age 16. I want him to go get a job. He has to learn how to engage in the world. He can't even make eye contact with people. He needs to get up. The whole summer can't just be sitting there on the couch. That's what many men would say, correct? About a 16, 15 year old boy. Get him up, even a girl too, right? As much as men love their little girl, why is she just laying around? Doesn't she want to go do something? Get a job, volunteer, do something with her time. She's growing up, right? Most people would want the kid to want to go to prom, whether it's with friends or a date or whatever. If, if, if your daughter, if you're like a 50-year-old man listening to this and your daughter wanted to go to the prom and your wife said, no, no, I would rather take her to a special mommy and me day at the American Girl Doll store like we did when she was 10. You would say, don't be crazy. What's wrong with you? She's growing up. Why can't you deal with that? Right? Let her go to the prom. Now, contrast that. It's almost satirical how, how different the response is if the woman says, you know, as I get older, I really prioritize sex less and less. I feel very different. I, it's less easy for me to have an orgasm. It's less easy for me to experience even responsive desire. And my priorities are really shifting. You know, I'm thinking about going back to work or I'm thinking about volunteering or I'm, I'm thinking about doing something different with my life. You know, it's not really around taking care of you and the kids anymore. It's, it's something different. I don't feel this, this same urgency in caretaking. He's like, what the fuck? No way. <laughs> I wish that you, you know, didn't say that. It makes me very, very uncomfortable and anxious. And uh, perhaps there's some sort of hormone that could help. I mean, like what? You know, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. It's a natural part of life. 
Am I saying that the girl, so, so it's, it's exactly equivalent. So let's say the mother really wanted to go to the fucking American Girl doll store. And she's, this is her only child, her only girl. She's really not doing well with the girl growing up. Yes, she's in therapy, let's say, hypothetically. But, you know, she just really likes the fucking American Girl doll store. If you don't know what that is, a cursory Google will show you. And um, I have a soft spot for it because it's the only place in my life where I was recognized by multiple Dr. Psych Mom fans in real life at one time, making my then very small daughters think that I was actually famous. Anyway, um, so so let's say that she really wanted to go to the American Girl doll store and look at the new American Girl dolls with her daughter who is 16. Should the girl go? Sure. Should she go on prom night? Fuck no, she shouldn't go on prom night, right? Because that's crazy. So she wants to progress and do these normal things. Should she go every week like she would have loved to do as a 10-year-old or an 8-year-old or a 5-year-old girl? It's really not even 10. It's more like 5. So should she act like an 11 years younger girl for the sake of her mother very frequently? No. That's crazy. Right? She wants to move on and move forward. She has different priorities and values now. And her father would very much support that usually. But what if the mother wanted to go quarterly? <laughs> and what if the mother wanted to have lunch and go to the, look at the new American Girl dolls? And, and that's their special thing. And they do that for an hour, you know, and then they go get a manicure or get lunch, something much more developmentally appropriate for the girl. And they kind of do this like forever. And then one day in the cycle of life, the daughter brings her own child to the American Girl doll store. And then it's a, one of those pictures you always see on Facebook of people in functional families where it's three generations and everybody's smiling. Would that be normal? Sure, that's normal. That takes everybody's needs into account, right? So then why is it not the same <laughs> for the woman who is, whose sex hormones are decreasing? Now, let it also be said that without Viagra, men would understand this a hell of a lot more as they used to. Because many, many men could not perform after a certain age. They stopped getting morning erections in their 40s or 50s. 40s, it's not every morning. 50s, it's not many mornings. You know, then it goes away altogether. And without internet porn and Viagra, men were much, much more tolerant of their wife aging because they were aging too. And they, yeah, sure, they see a pretty girl and they feel like a flutter, but they don't get a super huge heart on. So it's understood that, like, I can't do that anymore, neither could she. You know, I could probably do it a little more than her, but you know what? Neither of us can really do it. We're growing together. We're getting older. This is a different phase of life. What's happening in this phase of life? Oh, well, we're going to retire, and then we're going to spend more time with friends. Maybe we'll travel. Maybe we will take care of grandchildren. Maybe we'll be more engaged in the church. Maybe we'll be more engaged in politics, political volunteering, or maybe we'll do those lifelong learning classes or finally have time to read books, go to plays, cultural events, what have you. It's a totally different stage of life that people could be in together that's completely normal, where everything is not focused on uh, either making more children or caring for the existing ones, which are why people have the sex hormones in the first place. It's to have babies, as I've discussed numerous times from the evolutionary and biological perspective. So what's the equivalent? The equivalent of going to the quarterly American Girl doll store with mom, who, you know, kind of misses when I was a little girl. It would be sex every so often. So let's say for a woman in her 60s every other week, let's say. 
Let's say it doesn't have to be intercourse if that hurts. It could be something else. Let's say it's a bunch of cuddling, which would be the equivalent of the girl giving back and forth American Girl doll memes with her mother whenever she sees one, because mom really likes that stuff. So I'm really going to send her an American Girl doll meme whenever I see one about American Girl dolls. That would be the equivalent of maybe cuddling, you know, whenever your husband wants instead of never, which is, you know, what the girl would probably do is never send an American Girl doll meme, but she wants to be a good daughter. She's getting older. Mom really still likes those things, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So it's, it's completely normal for men to see a girl aging into her hormones, her hormones activating as normal and healthy and something that should not be obstructed with. But what about on the other side? when it's completely just as normal and healthy for the hormones to go down. And as I say all the time, and I'm so proud of this joke, so I've repeated it a couple times, but at any time now that anybody in Facebook says, you're telling me that sex drive goes down with age? I say, wait till you hear about death, because it's funny to me. I mean, it's as though, like, like, what are people thinking? And I do not blame individuals for being stupid. It's the society. It's the society. It's, it's the constant technology and biotech and all this medical stuff that everybody gets bombarded with that makes people think that they could remain. There was somebody, I think I mentioned this one even on a podcast, but somebody said on my Facebook, so there's no reason why a man who's 72 can't have the hormones of a 25-year-old man. These are all public comments. I hope that... um I, I hope people people see them because <laughs> some of them are real funny. Of course, uh, what? You know, like, what are you saying? Like, of course, a 72-year-old man should not have the hormones of a 25-year-old man. And then somebody linked to some article that said that there's increased cardiovascular events in men who take, you know, a lot of testosterone. No shit, because we are... Th- mortals, right? We are all going to die. And that's really, really hard and sad, especially in this post-religious era, post-religious for many. So it's increasingly secular. I have more and more clients that are not religious. I myself am not religious. And yes, people definitely try to find meaning in their lives. And it's really hard to think that all that work of finding meaning and love and purpose and career and children, it just all goes away when you die. But that is what happens. And so while we're here, we don't want to make our loved ones um, anxious and upset and feel horribly pressured and, and not accepted for just literally growing older and having changed priorities in the same way as we would not want to guilt trip our children into going to the American Girl doll store with us all the time, or a man would not want to make his, you know, 18-year-old son play catch with him every night when the boy's saying, but I want to go see my girlfriend, I want to go to my SAT prep course, I want to go to my, you know, lawn mowing job, and he's like, no, no, you know, and we have fucking cats in the cradle playing in the background. This is not good, right? That's not good. That boy's not going to come home from his college break to deal with dad who can't fucking accept that he's getting older. And this is how women feel a lot when the guy is like, why don't you just take a hormone cocktail? So then you are like me. Look at my erection. It hasn't gone down in weeks. Thanks to Viagra, a modern medicine miracle. And she's like, leave me be. I am trying to go into a different stage of my life now. It is normal and healthy. I just read an article in the Times about um, 
I talk frequently about the grandmother hypothesis of why women live longer than men, and it was to take care of their children, their children's children, rather, and uh, their grandchildren survive at greater rates with the grandmother being involved. And this article that it talked, it was, you could probably look it up with New York Times menopause monkeys, right, chimps. And it said that some chimps don't have any grandchildren and they go through menopause and they got all this blood from these chimps. Um, I assume, I hope in a nice way that the chimps are still alive. That's what they said. Um, Yeah, so they were actually taking, because they were continuing to take blood from them. So, you know, they didn't hurt them too much. I am a vegan, so um, so this is a little bit of a rabbit hole for me. But anyway, I watched Chimp Empire, and some of the ones that they were talking about were the chimps on Chimp Empire. So anyway, they saw that some of these chimps, they measured their hormones, went through menopause, but they didn't have grandchildren. So then why do they um, live longer? And then they went to whales, and apparently whales go through menopause too. You would learn about that if you read the book Flash Count Diary by Darcy Steinke, which is about menopause in people, but also in animals. And pretty good book. And uh, basically, the older grandmother age menopausal whales that do not actually have living grandchildren or or they don't actually help the ones that they have, they help the whole pod to uh, figure out where to go. They have memories of places that they had found food and they can direct the whole pod there. So they are actually helping society. They are helping their whole group, these older females. So that perhaps is their purpose as they are no longer fertile, no longer having babies to take care of. What their purpose is not is putting on lingerie so that their husband could pop a pill and pretend that he's 35. That is not going to be the purpose of the whale. And it doesn't seem to be the purpose that many 65-year-old women want to have in their life either. And while that is a very nice gift to do every so often, expecting your wife to have the same priority as you do around sex, particularly if you are partaking in internet porn testosterone or Viagra is is not fair and it does not allow her to be who she really is at this next stage of life. There are all sorts of compromises. And if you are at different stages, then your compromises around sex could be something equivalent to my American Girl doll thing or the boy who plays catch with his dad every so often. But he's not playing catch with his dad every night because that's not normal anymore for him, right? And and if the dad would be a bad dad if he continued to tell the boy, no, you have to prioritize playing catch with me. Um, and you can go back to my sex and freeze tag analogy too. So a child wants to play freeze tag. A, pu- a kid in puberty doesn't. And you pretty much never want to play freeze tag again, although you will do it to be a good parent, but not all the time. And so if you want to really be in a mature and loving relationship between two humans that don't have to lie to each other, have more open discussions about how you could come closer at this stage, understand each other more, and each person work on who they want to be in this stage of life. It is never, ever good to cling to a prior biological stage, you know, and to get angry at people who who don't... Uh, engage in the emperor's new clothes with you. Because I also have so many women who say, but he's not how he used to be in bed. How could he want me to act so excited? He doesn't look the same. He doesn't act the same. We're older. His erection isn't the same, even with help, you know, and, and it hurts me. And, and I don't really know like why he can't see that, that we are older now. 
And guys are all over how how terrible this is for the woman to abandon them in this way. But she hasn't abandoned them. She has changed. She has physiologically changed. And as I discussed with internet porn, many men think that they have a much higher sex drive than they really do because of the artificial fluffing of internet porn. So a lot of guys who tell me that they still jerk off every day in their 60s, when we try to have them do that without internet porn, it doesn't happen. They can't. They can't finish. They can't, they can't pay attention the same way. Unless they're on a fuckload of testosterone, which is, of course, muddying the waters, right? I mean, this is as though you were somehow, uh, you know, given one of those puberty blockers to your kid. You know, you, you, that's, that's not considered something that you would want to do to your child, right? In order to keep them at a stage that you were more comfortable with. Now, on the other hand, are there women who love to go on hormones and who benefit from them? Sure. And if you are both compatible in that domain and you both want to do that, great. And uh, there are many, many women who take estrogen for like their the vagina literally hurts. They can't sleep. They take progesterone. There's like hot flashes, all sorts of things when you're going through menopause. And people can try whatever helps them. Testosterone for drive if the drive bothers them, you know, that it's not there. But there is no free lunch, as I say so many times. Sometimes people do not react well with these hormones. And sometimes people just don't want to. They want to, they have their own life. They want to see what the next stage is. Don't forget, many women saw their mothers go through menopause and come out on the other side happier, doing something, having a different sort of purpose, not always having, you know, their period and the headaches and tired and depressed, but moving into a different stage of life. People have grandmothers that they very much looked up to that, that were very much helping with their development and their growth. They don't remember those grandmothers you know, obsessing over the next time they were going to have alone time with their husband of 40 years because that wasn't a priority. Yes, they were happily married. And yes, they both did many, many, many things outside the home and probably were not having that much sex, to be honest. Sometimes, okay, all the time, unlikely. So what I'm saying now is something that, you know, decades ago would have, this would be crazy this podcast that I would have to say anything like this because this is that would be before the time of all the advents of you know hormones and Viagra and internet porn and, and whatever sure some men continue to have a, a genuine high sex drive beyond when their wife does and if that if, if the woman totally cuts it off I've said numerous times that's not being a team player that's not being very nice that's not going to the American Girl doll store sometimes now is it that's saying fuck you mom I'm never going back to the American Girl doll store again fuck you and that's not nice that would not be a good teenage girl it would not be good for the boy to never play catch with his father again etc but you're not going to go to the American Girl doll store every week, goddammit, you know? I mean, you're just not. Not at a certain point. And so if that is beyond what you can tolerate as a man with a higher libido, and you've thought about going off internet porn on all of your pharmaceuticals in order to stop literally making it worse, you know, it's like as though you were not romantic enough and all she did every morning whenever you take your pill or whatever was uh, obsess over a romance novel. No, you would want a therapist to say, stop reading romance novels. The man isn't very romantic. You're making things worse. You're exacerbating a problem by making yourself primed 
with this romance porn, and he can't ever approximate it. So that's the equivalent of purposefully looking at internet porn when your wife has a low libido. As I discuss in a podcast, looking at watching internet porn when your wife has a low libido is the opposite of a good idea or the opposite of helpful or something like that. I have a podcast on that. But anyway... So if you were to get to the place where you're not doing any of these extra things and your drive is still far beyond hers and she really, really doesn't ever want to do it again and you don't and and you're unhappy with that, then separate. The kids are long out of the house. You know, you can't no free lunch. You can't be considered a good guy and a good grandpa and like all these things and like a perfect man and and whatever, but also leave to go screw somebody else. Like, you know, somewhere, somehow, somebody's going to get upset with you for that. But that may not matter because you have one fucking life. And if you want to be, you know, having sex for the rest of it, then go find a younger woman. That's just something that you can do. Or many people have arrangements. Many women give so little of a shit about sex at this stage of the game that they would be happy for you to go get your happy ending massage or possibly to have a girlfriend. Because many, many of my female clients suggest this and the guy will not do it because it hurts his feelings. And that is not being a big compromise because if the teenage girl found a niece who was eight that wanted to go to the American Girl doll store with her mother and her mother said, no fucking way, I'm not taking her because you're supposed to want to do it with me in perpetuity. And you told me when you were five, mommy, this is my favorite place and I want to go here forever for the rest of my life. And I believed you. So that was basically a contract. Well, you know, she starts to sound crazier and crazier, doesn't she? Shouldn't she just go with the niece? So anyway, go to couples counseling. Talk about all of the actual uh, options that you could come up with, including you recognizing that this is a normal stage, the mirror inverse of puberty. And on that note, I will leave you guys hopefully with a lot to think about. And I will talk to you all soon. Please do subscribe. Bye, guys.